Well, what a month September has been. Um, we've had six fantastic webinars with employers from a variety of different sectors. We've also got thousands of opportunities for you, our STEM students, to apply for on GradCracker. So go and have a look at them all and all the employers and apply to them today. So how do we top September? Well, we top September by October and holding a webinar with the Aston Martin Formula One team. So welcome Aston Martin, it's great to have you here today. We are joined by some very smart students and Natasha um, in their tops, which look absolutely lovely. Um, so Natasha is the Recruitment and Talent Manager and students Scarlett, Will, Michael and Roisin, who have all completed their placements at Aston Martin Formula One and now are back at university. Um, so thank you for... Scarlett skips a lecture, but we'll just we'll just bypass that because we should, should rather be here. I'm, I'm going to put that out there. Um, so thanks for taking the time um, away from you, citizens, and joining us today. So Natasha, I'm going to start with you, if I may. Um, can you tell the audience um, about Aston Martin Formula One? Um, everybody will have heard of the name, but what makes you different as a company? What is your role? Um, and what plans have you got in store in the future? So... Hi, everybody. Um, so you will probably have known Aston Martin in our previous forms. We've been Jordan, Racing Point, Midlands, Striker, other things. Um, and then Lawrence Stroll, wonderful Lawrence Stroll, has invested heavily in Aston Martin. Um, it's amazing. We've got a huge new campus being built here at Silverstone. I'm looking out almost at the track now as we speak. Um, we're increasing headcounts. We've got so much to look forward to. We really feel like we're on a journey at Aston Martin. Yeah. Um, so it's it for us now. It's it's kind of all about the people. Yeah. And whose office are you in today, Natasha? I'm in Mike Crack's office today. Ooh, which is going to go through the drawers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have a bit it's of very soup. nice. <laughs> I bet it is. Lovely, <laughs> lovely background, lovely setting. And um, so I know we've spoken many times, Natasha, and diversity and inclusion is very high on your agenda at Aston Martin. And I know it's something that, you know, you're very um, passionate about as well as a, as a person. So can you tell us a little bit more about what you do in this area and, and why you as a person are, is so passionate about it? Yeah, um, DE&I is really important to Aston Martin and it's, it's, it's something that I feel really passionate about. You're right. Part of my role um, in recruitment is not just um, employ getting people in, into work for Aston Martin, but it's kind of going back to schools, universities, colleges, um, and speaking to our young people and educating them about how they can have a career in Formula One. I think a lot of people think of um, Formula One as being very elitist. You know, I'll never get a job in Formula One. Uh, you know, I and many others are testament to the fact that you can. And um, we want to start encouraging our young people of all different backgrounds, um, different genders, that they can have a career um, in motorsport. So, you know, it is something that is, is very pressing for us right now. Yeah, and Aston Martin, you're open to all STEM students and yeah, so you don't need to be you know, a member of um, you know, the, the, like the Formula One societies and things like that. You are open to everybody and hopefully we'll get this across as part of this webinar. Yeah, you don't need to have um, extensive Formula One backgrounds. Yeah. Um, I would say having an interest in it is great because it, yeah. you know, it's lovely to do a job that you're so passionate about. And you know, we all do chat about Formula One, but I see CVs from all different backgrounds. You know, some are part of Formula Student, some mm -hmm. aren't. Some have built a go-kart with their granddad. Yeah. Some have volunteered over at tracks. And I would say that reading them, all of that is, is as important. I would just say that it's really, really, really um, valuable to make sure that you're focusing on the job that you are going for so yeah. I get lots of requests asking to get into Formula One and you know I think it's better to say I want to go into this area or this area rather than just saying I want a job in Formula One so really try and focus your mind from this age group into what you want to do. Yeah, fantastic. And we're going to move on and meet the um, interns in now, Natasha, we're going to come back to you and talk about all of the opportunities, fantastic opportunities that you've got open yeah. um, on the Grad Cracker Hub in just a second. So, students, let's meet you all, can't wait. Um, so, Scarlett, we're going to start with you. Um, could you just tell us about where you went to university, uh, so where you are going to university and what you are currently studying? Hi everyone, uh, I'm Scarlett and I'm in my third year studying aeronautics and astronautics engineering at the University of Southampton. And what was your role when you did your placement at, um, at Aston Martin? 
I was a placement student in the aerodynamics department. Aerodynamics, perfect. Thank you very much, Scarlett. Um, Will, on to you. So, similar questions. So, where are you currently at university and what do you study? Uh, so, I'm at Loughborough University uh, doing automotive engineering. Uh, I did my first three years, then I did my placement year, and now I'm doing my master's in my fifth year, essentially. Perfect. Thank you, Will. Um, Roshi? Yep, so um, I'm in my fifth and final year of doing my degree in aeromechanical engineering at the University of Strathclyde in Glasgow in Scotland. Um, yeah, I did my placement last year. Lovely. And what team were you in when you did your placement? Sorry, uh, what year was it? What or... team? Oh, so... engine systems, sorry. Engine systems, no, that's fine. <laughs> um, and Michael, last but not least. Uh, so my answer is a copy-paste of Will's. Um, I'm at Loughborough University. Um, <laughs> I did three years at uni, then did my uh, internship, and now I'm going to my final year. Um, so my fifth final year for my master's at Loughborough. Uh, while I was at Aston Martin, I was in research and development. So do you two know each other from uni then? Yeah. 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 Oh, how sweet is that? <laughs> Little family. Perfect, thank you. And we're going to have a quick um, top fact about Aston Martin um, just to get us into the webinar. So Scarlett, I'm going to look back to you. So top fact, please. Bit of a niche fact, but um, good. We like that. <laughs> the so the first time that the Aston Martin name was seen in Formula One was in 1959, and in that season, the best finishing position is the same as our best finishing position so far this season, being P6. Wow, that's a good fact. Thank you very much, Scarlett. Roshi. Um, yeah, so I think mine was more about when I was on placement. I think one of the sort of events that the team had for employees throughout the year was everybody got to plant a tree for like each employee um, around the new factory. That was a really good experience. So yeah. I thought that was really nice. Mm -hmm. Like everyone has their own tree around the new factory. That kind of thing. Oh, wow. Do you know what tree you planted? I'm an avid gardener. <laughs> oh, I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> it was very young. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. That just gives you a bit of a future plan, doesn't it? Like 10 years time, you can go back yeah. and say, I planted yeah, that tree. see the tree, yeah. <laughs> Perfect, thank you. Will? Uh, mine was, my fact was read a bit by Natasha earlier, but the, uh, <laughs> oh, Natasha. Say, Sorry. Sort of 30 years since the team was founded as Jordan. Um, Aston Martin is now the sixth different name the team has run under. Wow, well, the six. Okay, that's a good fact. Thank you very much, Will. Um, Michael? Uh, yeah, mine's a bit more similar to Roisin. So, um, fun little fact is that Aston Martin every year have a family day in the summer. Um, and that's something that you can really look forward to when you join Aston Martin on placement. Um, you can come bring your family along and it's quite a nice event that everyone can enjoy, really. Yeah. yeah. Oh, brilliant. Natasha, did you have one that you wanted to finish with? No. Okay. I, didn't, I don't think so. <laughs> Great canteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get the food in there, Natasha. I knew you were going to say it's that. really good. They home make all the cakes. Oh, Every, everything's homemade it's unbelievable but you know not great if you're on a diet no I'm not going to get Natasha talking about the canteen because <laughs> this will last for the full hour um so thank you guys for your facts Natasha I'm actually going to come back to you um so I bet you know in your role um, with meeting students that year you come across a lot of myths and misconceptions um when you're speaking to the students so a bit of a myth busting round is there anything that's come up over the years that you've been there that you kind of want to cover off are there any misconceptions um I know you've just already said that you don't need to be a Formula One guru. Yeah, but... I would probably say that is the most that is the most misconception that a that you um, that we don't take anybody from outside of the UK, and of course we do. Yeah. We have people from all over the globe here, yeah. and we help with sponsorships and with visas and all of those things. Um, you know, we are one part of our motto. One of our mottos is "All in, all celebrated, all welcome." Yeah, yeah. and um, you know, to that turn. We, the diversity and inclusivity piece is about having different um, points of view from different people. It's mm -hmm. going to be very boring if everybody is the same and we have yeah. the same opinions all the time. So I think that's a massive myth. I get asked that a lot. And the yeah. other thing is about the F1 experience. You know, you, you don't need to have F1 experience and you don't need to be a guru on F1. We have lots of people actually that aren't, that aren't bothered about F1. They just yeah. love engineering or they love aerodynamics or, you know, I, I think that... So I think 
just see it as applying for the job that you that is of interest to you and that you have the experience in yeah perfect and you, you mentioned um, you recruit students from all over the world, all over the globe. Mm. Would you all be based at the same site in Silverstone, though? Yeah, we're all based yeah. out of Silverstone. Um, Perfect. We work here, you know, most of us work here five days a week. Yeah. We have our new wind tunnel being built as we speak. I'm surprised you can't hear the diggers. Um, <laughs> so our campus is going to be a huge campus where we're all based all in the same place, which will be amazing because we've got sort of um, factories dotted around the place. Everyone yeah. will be in the same factory. And then the building that we're sat in now is going to be a restaurant and a gym and a heritage wow. site and um sort of event space and then we'll have yeah. the wind tunnel and it's all linked together by glass walkways so wow. it's going to be very snazzy and we've got yeah. a running track and woodland walks and you know we have yoga uh, once a week here and um, we're looking at getting a gym instructor so we really are we are really are starting to think about every individual that works here and making it a great place to work brilliant so I mean it sounds like an amazing place to work and um, so let's loop back perfect link would be to your opportunities then so I know you've we've got them all live on grad cracker yes and um, so the students who are watching watch the webinar then go and get your applications in just give the students Sasha if you can a bit of a flavor about what is um on offer this year so um, we've got 20 plus vacancies for undergraduate placements. Yeah. Um, they went live on the 28th, which means they'll be live for 30 days. You have 30 yeah. days to apply. Um, do make sure that you take your time to make sure that things are spelt correctly and that you, yeah. you know, if you're going to add in um, a cover letter, make sure that somebody reads it. All, the, all those usual things that I'm sure that you've all heard before. Once um, the, the opportunities that are being posted are across aerodynamics, performance software, trackside support, vehicle performance, research and development, aero R&D design, mechanical design, engine systems, electronics, garage equipment design. So it's qu across quite a lot, number of areas. You will be yeah. asked to select the area that you want to go for and you can only pick up to three. Mm -hmm. um, so really, again, I'll go back to what I said before, make sure that you're picking areas that you are interested in and that you have experience in because it will give you a much better chance. Yeah. Once we've received all of the applications in at the 30 day point, we will either send out a test. Some it will depend on what role you go for. You will either be sent an online test, which you yeah. will um, have to do and send back, or you'll just be called in to do a traditional interview or an assessment center. They should all happen around the first, the test will be the first to the 7th yeah. of November and assessment and interviews probably around the 7th to 14th. So don't expect anything to happen kind of before those dates. Yeah. And then you'll, you should be told very, very soon after you've had your interviews. Perfect. And then they'll um, be starting next year, obviously. Uh, I'm just going to say that. So when, when's the place that's actually start, Natasha? Is that September? Or? No, they'll start in July because what July. We, we it's a 13-month placement this time around because we'd yeah. like you to have a month handover with your the previous student, which I think is a brilliant idea. Yeah. Um, and it's it's really good. We'll we'll get you all set up on a Teams um, link with all the other students so that you're talking before you even start, you know, before you even walk through the door at Aston Martin. Mm -hmm. um, and you'll have some friendships, hopefully, before that point. So, yeah. I love that idea that, that, you know, that overlap between the existing yeah, um, student and the new nicer. student. Yeah, you can definitely settle in, ask any questions or whatever before you start. Yeah. And um, so thank you, Natasha. I know you mentioned briefly about the recruitment process. We'll come back to you at the end, as we always do, for hints and tips. Okay. Um, but for now, Jessica, I'm going to hand over to you and um, to speak to the students. Thanks, Carla. So, yeah, um, obviously, we all know that you've now finished your placement. So if you could tell us a bit more about your role during the placement and um, really from the start. So why do you choose to take a year out and why Aston Martin? So, Scarlett, I'm going to come to you first, if that's OK. Yeah, so I chose to take a year out because um, it's something that as soon as I knew that I was available, I wanted to do it. So this years I've been really wanting to do a placement and um, I knew I wanted it to be an F1 because that's my career goal and has been for probably about 10 years. So I knew that I definitely wanted to work in the F1 team. And um, I'd always admired Aston Martin because I really liked the way that previously compared to other teams, it had a much smaller budget, yet their kind of performance per pound was always incredible. And I really liked yeah. that. And it shows kind of how well the team works together and maximizes absolutely everything that they've got. And yeah. with, the, with the growing budget and growing resources, I mean, it just, shows that it's going to exponentially get better yeah um, 
so that really really attracted me to the team and my my role so I was in the aerodynamics department so I was directly uh, contributing to the design of different aero parts of the car um, and so I'd be using CAD to scheme them and then running them in CFD and also I was shadowing wind tunnel shifts so um, actually working in the wind tunnel uh, monitoring all the changes of the parts on the wind tunnel model and analyzing the data as it comes in and making decisions on which parts are going to be continue to be developed and which parts are going to be sidelined for a bit. Brilliant. So uh, Natasha just mentioned about a new wind tu tunnel being built. Yeah. Um, so do you get to see any of that? Is that um, you know something that you got to kind of get involved in as well in the new one or not yet? Not yet. Um, hopefully I'll be using the new one at some point soon. But uh, it was I think when we left it, it literally kind of just broken ground on that wind tunnel. Oh, so no. I was still using our other one that we use. But yeah. So fingers crossed, Gallic, you'll be back. Natasha, she's coming back. Don't you worry. <laughs> she's on my radar. <laughs> and and, and you know, that's a really good point there as well. It's, um, you know, Natasha, just come back to you slightly there, that if, if students do perform well on placement, by the sounds of it, you would invite them back. A hundred percent. I think this is a huge opportunity. And these guys on here have been so amazing, not just in their jobs, but they come out to the universities with me. They speak to other students. Whenever we have any guests coming in and they need to have a presentation, these guys are the first people that step up. And I think if that's something that interests you, you have every opportunity to do more than just your job, to actually encourage other people like you to get in. So yeah, I just want to say a big thank you to them while they're here all together. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Natasha, for saying that for everyone. That's lovely. Um, Roisin, I'm going to come to you next. Similar question. So tell us why. Uh, why Aston Martin and, and what was it like? Um, so, yeah, I think initially I was only looking for a summer placement rather than a year one. But on reflection, actually, I think uh, a year-long placement anywhere, but obviously specifically in F1, um, you just learn so much more. It's such a, a better time frame to kind of develop your skills, get to know the company and that kind of thing. Um, honestly, I'm similar to Scarlett, the way that um, I was kind of attracted to Aston Martin specifically. Yeah, the team seemed really efficient. Uh, I really wanted to work in that kind of environment. Mm -hmm. um, and even just during the interview process and that kind of thing, um, just everybody seemed very friendly kind of like a family sort of vibe and um I just thought it'd be a really good opportunity um for the year out um and yeah I was involved with engine systems department um so my work was just mainly CAD design uh day to day um beginning with just sort of tooling design for senior engineers just getting to know the software and then moving on to developing other parts of the car um, I think sort of the bigger areas that I worked in were mostly the fuel system. Um, I really enjoyed that. That was something I'd never done before in like my formula student team. So it was like a new area for me. Um, but I also got to get involved with stuff like mission control, which you can volunteer for on the weekends, which was just a mind blowing experience. That I never thought I'd get access to as a placement student. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there was just a bunch of different things to do day to day from CAD to writing some VBA for like organizational stuff so it was just a massive mixed bag really great year and so we'll, we'll talk about your projects in a bit more detail but responsibility uh you know already sounds as though you were given a lot of responsibility you were handed actual work to to be working on and that must have been amazing was it yeah definitely especially when you actually see it on the car it's a bit like wow that's actually on yeah. track and I like <laughs> I designed that and it's gone through a stress engineer and then it's been built and put on the car it's just Incredible. it's crazy but um yeah and there was loads of opportunities throughout the year um in engine for example like we got myself and Will got the chance to do a bit of like hands-on manufacturer experience so we were kind of we actually got to like make a part that we had design or done the drawing for so it was like the full life cycle of the part and then seeing it go in the car was just oh, that was crazy that's interesting because yeah. that's I suppose something I, I guess as an outside I didn't think you'd get involved and I thought you kind of have that that's your kind of remit you do that then you'd pass it on but that's is that quite common then that people could get the chance to be involved in the full like life cycle of a, an idea I think it definitely depends on the department. Um, for yeah. us, it was a really, really good learning experience because yeah. it kind of helped us as design engineers to understand what the people manufacturing the part want to see on like your drawings, how you design stuff. It was really valuable. Um, mm -hmm. It was only a brief thing, like it was just a couple of days of experience, but it's still, I yeah. think even if you don't have that, it's such an open team that 
um, there's always the chance to speak to other people in other departments or like you're, you're getting exposed to loads of different areas of the car, not just the thing you're working on. So there's loads of opportunities for it. Brilliant. And Roisin, if you don't mind saying, just because I've tried to work out, but I think geographically you are the furthest away from Silverstone. How was, <laughs> how was that, um, you know, moving for you? You know, how did you find that experience? You know, because again, there'll be a lot of students maybe mm-hmm. from Strathclyde today or Aberdeen, wherever, or anywhere in the UK or even outside of the UK thinking, you know, the the moving for, for 13 months. How was that for you in relocating to Silverstone? Um, it was a little bit daunting just obviously moving to like moving down south to a new country and that kind of thing. Um, I'd moved out before for university, but I was still a little bit nervous. But um, I mean, the area is obviously really amazing as well. Like being that close to the track was a big benefit for me. And um, yeah, I, I've got a lot more stuck in with just I mean, the work is so amazing that you're you're working long hours, but you're really enjoying it. And it's easy to just kind of get lost in your work throughout the week. But there was also a lot of like social opportunities um, from my department so I was never worried about like oh what am I going to do on the weekends or what am yeah. I going to do after work that kind of thing so um yeah it was it was definitely worth it brilliant that's great and Natasha is there anything else you want to add there for in terms of support that Aston Martin can give for students relocating yeah I mean well I was just thinking actually most of our students that come here and so many of our employees come from way way out of the area mm-hmm. People yeah. move house to, to, I mean, we've only got 10 Formula One teams, you know, so if Formula One is your thing, you're going to yeah. have to potentially move move house. We are the only race team at the track at Silverstone. Yeah. Um, there's a few around this area, but I would say the support is is in the, in the group that you are in. So if there's 25 students, you'll have that peer group. But the mm-hmm. management here are so supportive. I'm, I'm not joking when I say that when you walk around the building, everyone says hello everybody learns your name the people in the canteen the receptionist the cleaners everybody mike you know martin everybody will say hello and i think that's what i wasn't expecting coming to formula one Mm because formula one is quite new to me recruitment's you know old hat for me but i was thinking oh my gosh is it going to be you know really elitist i guess and it isn't it's really friendly and yes there's lots of support Um, i work alongside the hr team um, and we're always there for people to come in and say, I need this or I need that, or can you help me with this? So um, the, the, the um, support is 100% there. Amazing. Perfect. Thanks, Natasha. And um, Will, I'm going to come to you next, if that's okay. Same question. Tell us a bit about why and what life was like at Aston Martin for you. Uh, so the why was very much, um, Loughborough University very strongly promote everyone to do a placement year. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people do and I can completely see why now. Um, a year's experience, you learn so much, you, you develop so many different skills, um, you, you get used to working in a team, you get a taste of sort of what your career is going to be like afterwards. Um, I mean, you learn what you do and don't like, so it, it will help you in the future. So yeah. is, is that the job for you or... Is F1 not for you or are there other jobs within F1 you'd rather apply for? Um, so it's really, really helpful and it will obviously benefit your CV and um, yeah. employability and that sort of thing. Um, and then, yeah, so my role was I was in the same team as Rasheen. So yeah. engine systems, which because Aston Martin by the engine off Mercedes, it was the purpose of that department is integrating their engine into our car okay. um, so we were helping yeah you're mostly helping the seniors <clears throat> do their jobs so to start with it was yeah touring parts and that sort of thing and then as you get more confident then you start designing your own parts and um, helping in that way so yeah it was really really good. Am I allowed to ask a question here? Tell me if I'm I'm not I'm <coughs> too much. But is it so the engine then? I'm guessing you're allowed to adapt that and change that with your own ideas, or, or do you have to keep the engine pretty much as you as, as you buy it? So you yeah you keep the engine as you buy it, but you as so Rasheen said she works mostly on the fueling system, so we're still we're responsible for the systems around it. So fueling okay. it, I worked more with the cooling of it. Right. So, designing radiators and all the sort of pipes and uh, fluid flows around the engine um, and obviously just sort of general fitting it in, packaging it, um, but yeah, that sort of thing. 
Absolutely. But, yeah, the engine you leave, you leave. Mercedes, Mercedes can't tell you any more than that, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> and so then in terms of everything else around it then in, that must be quite exciting to to see how all that then works together from you know again similar experience from design right through to seeing it on the car and um, did you get that similar experience like rushing said in terms of physically being able to put something together mm-hmm. as well yeah yeah so i did that with her so we we Great. worked sort of the first 11 months just yeah. designing and then Towards the end, in the summer, the work sort of eases off a little bit mid-season. Um, so our manager suggested we go and try that out, um, making sort of carbon parts or doing a bit of welding and that sort of thing. So, yeah, as, as you said, it was just to, to I guess, try out what, what the people are doing. Um, Absolutely. Again, yeah. you mentioned as well about the experience. So mm-hmm. I think of all the experience you've gained over the last 13 months and how fantastic that was going to look on your CV in the future. So absolute, fun, you know, brilliant. Um, Michael, coming to you next, similar question. Why? Obviously, you've mentioned you're obviously at Loughborough as well. So I can see why um, you would want to do a union student. Obviously, it's great that Loughborough encourages you to do that. But for personally, why was it you, that you want to do a year out? And, you know, what was it like at Aston Martin? So... I suppose I kind of knew that I definitely wanted to work in Formula One. And uh, as much as you learn on placement as well, it's also your opportunity to kind of get your foot in the door a little bit and show the team who you are as a person, what you can do and what you can offer the team. Um, Effectively like a year long interview really to Mm -hmm. kind of show like, can I come back and have a proper job? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, So I kind of really saw that as, my, my way in um into full-time work in formula one basically and then um yeah aston martin's a, a great place to work for i was in the uh, r&d department so research and development yeah so um hugely varied role um no two days are really the same in terms of the fact that it could be coding or designing parts um testing parts um probably the best part of the job is um, being paid to break expensive stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's probably the best part of R&D. Um, but it's also pretty awesome when you see the cars out on track and you know that you've basically held almost every part on that car, mm. um, especially doing things like mass teardowns. Um, you, you kind of literally, the whole purpose of a mass teardown is to, to weigh every single part of the car. So there's literally not a single part on the car that I haven't seen or touched um so that's that's pretty cool um but yeah Michael, do you say mass teardowns yes yeah you physic- physically and you know the draw, everything just part. all part and say right what yeah bit? so Proving. so yeah it, it's to try and help find like where mass is and yeah DOGs and things like that so you literally get the car come back from the race as is um as much as possible so like no one touches it the mechanics don't strip it down we bring it into R&D and we literally just take each part of the car off one by one, weigh mm. every single piece. Um, right. But you've got to do it as quickly as you can because the car's then got to go to the other side of the world in two days. So <laughs> you've got to do it quickly. But this is my lack of knowledge on final ones. So sorry for anyone watching thinking, but so yeah, that car, is you can only use that one car. Is it two cars you've got throughout the full season? Uh, so we've got like we've got loads of chassis um, and then yeah it's it's kind of yeah it's it's weird because you see it's two cars but like it's just a mashup of parts Mm. (laughs) so in terms of you know you said obviously R&D and again if I'm allowed to ask this question how in the future do you look from the research and development side by the sounds of it you're obviously looking at the instant stuff and the car as it's now but do you get to you know really kind of delve in the idea of what the car and what the you know the car could look like in say 10 years time five years yeah so so the point of R&D is not just to look at what we're doing now but also to kind of solve any problems that might be coming up um, to try and think yeah. of different solutions for things, try things small scale to see if they'll work, uh, but then also to to kind of test new ideas. So if, if we've got a new kind of way of doing things that we might want to implement in a car in the year after or the year after that, then mm-hmm. we'll start to prove out those principles and see if it would work in small scale. And if it, if it does, and if it works in the lab, then... Uh, there's no reason why not to to carry on the design process yeah, really. 
And did you have any experiences like that where you thought, oh, that, that actually could be a potential? Obviously, you don't need to know the detail yeah, of it, sure. but it was just quite <laughs> cool to think, God, I could be involved in something. I've experienced something that could be something that's going to change the future. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it, it was cool to kind of like work on parts and look, look at stuff that's probably going to be on the 23 car and things like that. Um, yeah. Most mostly things that aren't really seen as such like structures of things and things like that um yeah. it's definitely really cool to kind of be right at the bleeding edge of all this stuff <laughs> yeah i can imagine a bit it's incredible Jess, then, oh, i was just gonna say sorry mike i was just gonna say so there's the car and then obviously there's the person in the car so sure. when it comes to like i can't think of a better word than uniform do you know what the, the drivers <laughs> wear and the, the helmets and everything else do, do you in the r d department get involved in things like that then to analyze like the weight and everything else because obviously it'll, it'll have an impact won't it yeah uh less so with things like the helmets and the the overalls and things like that um mm. the closest kind of we get to that is when you're doing the mass tear down you, you've got to have someone who weighs about the same as the driver yeah. and, um I kind of weighed about the same as a driver with all the kit. Were <laughs> <laughs> well, you the dummy, Michael? Just sit you in it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that was cool to kind of yeah, just like stand there with the parts. <laughs> I, I represent Lance and his helmet and all the others. <laughs> so if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> I'd um, say that as a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, apart from the role as well, there's, there's all sorts of other things you can get involved with as well. Like, um, as Natasha said, there's so many outreach things that are really good fun to kind of go out and talk to people and like share your passion for Formula One and share your passion for your job. And then also things like as part of the Aston Martin football team and we've got all sorts of oh, stuff like that. And it's cool to like um there's things like the Pirelli, Pirelli Cup so yeah. all the uh all the, all the Formula One teams um have their own football team and play against each other in a tournament and then we've also had things like one of our suppliers so one of the companies who make stuff for us um they played against us Martin football team on a local pitch in Brackley so that was quite cool kind of like putting on your football boots and putting on the top and like I'm playing football for Aston Martin. <laughs> um, so there's oh, so many things to get involved in. It's a really good place to work. Oh, good. Next I want to talk about, and I know this is a little bit early because I know some of you have literally only just got, got back and Scarlett, you're missing your first lecture. So I apologise <laughs> to your lecturer who's probably thinking, where is she? Um, but already, you know, preparing to come back, you know, you know, thinking, right, I've, I'm going into my final year now. I know you might not be able to see just yet the changes, but, you know, do you feel like this experience has changed what, you know, what you're going to do next this year and how it's going to look and how you are going to reform and where you, you know, career is going to end up and Scarlett, do you feel like this experience so far has benefited you in any way? Yeah, I definitely think so. I think there's a number of ways in which it has. Um, one of the biggest kind of transferable skills that I've got out of the job is prioritization because mm. you have, very limited time to do things and you have to do them very very well mm -hmm. um so you very very quickly learn what can get cut out or what can wait and what has to be done right now and mm -hmm. what needs more time than other things so i i definitely know that that's going to be really helpful now um because i'm yeah. gonna have so much to do in the coming year that i've got to learn how to prioritize things um yeah. so that's definitely one big thing also um from an aerodynamics point of view go, coming into the placement i had very very little aerodynamics knowledge so now that I'll be learning more of the actual theory and, and a lot of the kind of physics and mathematics behind it, I'm very much a person who likes to be able to visualize what's happening in order to understand it. So now I've had the very much practical application of all of the aerodynamic theory. I think that's going to really help my learning from a theoretical point of view, because I already know how it works in the real world. Yeah. Um, so I'm really looking forward to kind of getting more into the numbers behind the aerodynamics because I think I'll definitely stand a much better chance of understanding it now. Um, and then I think the last thing that's really helped me, uh, well, will help me this year, is I'm doing a project as part of my degree with Aston Martin. Oh, so okay. um, I'm yeah. so excited to really get properly going on that. Um, and the team have been incredible in offering me loads of help and support. And everyone who's offered has just been telling me, yeah, email me anytime you want. I'll help you with whatever I can. And I'm so much looking forward to that because I think it's just the most fantastic opportunity to combine yeah. my studies and yeah. work in one. 
Oh, I'm so glad that one, that that's a matter of, and two, you said that because, <laughs> ah, how exciting is that? And two, and, and, and you know, knowing really now you can go into your final year confident. I mean, Natasha, you know, I swear that hopefully you will be coming back after your final year, that, you know, you can have that mindset now, knowing that you can just 100% focus mm-hmm. on, you know, expanding your knowledge now you know expanding the range of you know working with people that are still you know asking martin and oh this next year is going to be absolutely phenomenal for you isn't it yeah exactly and i'm just so grateful for the opportunity to be able to continue to prove myself that i'm still i'm dedicated i'm dedicated to the team and to the work and i'm still passionate about it and i'm improving all the time and learning more and developing myself so i'm very happy to have the opportunity to prove that amazing that could be yeah that's just if anyone's thinking about applying now you know just think this then could be you this time next year and um, Roisin similar question for you my love um yeah how do you feel like it's benefited you already the experience so far um yeah so same as Scarlett I think I've picked up a massive range of skills um and just kind of developed the ones that I had as well before from stuff like uni and formula student it just really helped kind of raise my confidence like just in terms of soft skills like things like project planning and like managing timelines, prioritization as well, like that kind of thing. Yeah. It's already helping me with like, I've already started on my like master's project um, a little bit far astray from the car. It's more of a robotics one, but it's the same, it, you know, the engineering principles are often the same and yeah. like still planning a project out. So it's already helping with that. And then obviously just from the technical point of view, my CAD has definitely improved about tenfold because <laughs> yeah. it was the, the my kind of main thing I was doing every day. Um, so yeah just and it has definitely it it sort of cemented for me that I wanted to keep working in Formula One and I wanted to go back to Aston Martin so yeah um and I have accepted a grad offer so I'm I'm really happy as well well done done. congratulations (laughs) again perfect now knowing you can go into final year yeah yeah that that drive and that focus now which is great and you know I've, I've said this before but you know lots of people have said to me that you know you you probably will get a better grade as well at the end of all this because mm-hmm. you know getting this experience now is you know really concreted the fact that you want to stay in formula one you can now go in your final year and concentrate that you've got that focus and that drive now and there's no going to be a, kind of other distractions of having to job hunt on top of it all as Definitely, well yeah exactly you know, like yeah. I, I think as, as soon as you know like how much you enjoyed the year and for me that was kind of apparent even within the first few months I was really yeah. enjoying the work I was doing and um yeah I knew that it was my first sort of choice if I had an offer so I was really yeah. excited for that definitely amazing fantastic and well done um will you next if that's okay yeah what, what what's kind of your experiences in terms of the benefit you feel already uh yeah so my my first lecture is tomorrow so <laughs> um, going to be there <laughs> yeah yeah I'll, uh, I'll see you once I do that when I'm more focused but yeah no I I feel already more I feel ready to work hard this year and I feel like yeah. I want to do well, like really well, which I think before it's so easy to just kind of go along with it. And yeah. Whereas this year, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm so far, I think anyway, I'm, uh, I'm going to work harder and be more organised and yeah. that sort of thing. Um, and also I've, I've arranged a final year project with the team as well as Scarlett. Oh, so brilliant. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, it's nice to have. And I, I think I'll find that more interesting and mm. again I'll want to work harder for it because of yeah. the fact I'm doing it for them or with them and yeah absolutely yeah you don't yeah. want to let them down either yeah exactly yeah amazing well done Will that's great come on then Michael full house so uh, yeah I think it's apparent immediately that kind of massively develop as an engineer over the year um and you look at how we started compared to how it's it's just you come on immensely as an engineer um in almost every respect especially yeah. with a, a role as broad as r&d um there's so much that kind of you can get stuck in with um so mm-hmm. yeah similarly without saying the same as everyone else <laughs> um, yeah. it's a, it's very much just a case of yeah i'm kind of really looking forward to this year um yeah. having been in education uni for like three years of uni and everything like that, you, you kind of start to get into the swing of it and then yeah. you go off on placement and a bit of money as well which is nice and then come yeah. back um and yeah just refreshed and ready to 
kind of have one last year of university really um and then go off and hopefully go back into Formula One. <laughs> Fingers crossed I'm sure you will and um, so next I want to talk a bit about the projects and um, if that's okay so Scarlett I'm going to come back to you so if you could um you've all kind of spoke about the projects you worked on anyway but if, if you could tell us a bit more detail about maybe the you know kind of your favorite project that you had over the last 13 months and, and what that was and a bit of detail about it. Yeah, so I did manage to do a bit of pretty much nearly every part of the car. I had a little, I at least dabbled in. Um, but my main project throughout the whole thing um, was I was um, really heavily involved with the beam wing on the car. So um, you got the big rear wing of the car, which most people know because it's like one of the most visual parts of it. And then um, kind of underneath that almost, there's a little baby little wing um, that's kind of quite a bit smaller um, and I was designing that um, and that was most of my year I was doing that because um, there's so much to do in aero um, that everyone has to do quite a lot of work on quite a lot of bits of the car so mm -hmm. it was quite nice that even as a placement student I was doing most of the dev on that bit of the car so mm -hmm. I had I had obviously support from aerodynamicists and senior aerodynamicists and upwards but the kind of day-to-day -day working on it it was literally me doing it which yeah. I, it was really weird to get your head around. Like this is a bit of the car, and you are in, you are in charge of it. Basically, yeah. you're it, you're designing it. Um, and yeah, so the B wing that's currently on the car is my design. Um, wow. Which was just the most insane thing. Like seeing it on track and be like, I I did that. That was <laughs> I, I I drew that. I tested it. I took that <laughs> to the wind tunnel. That was me. I thought about that and came up with that. So yeah, that was my main project for the year. Which. Um, I was very, very reluctant to hand over to someone else. I was not happy with that. <laughs> really, really uh, I didn't enjoy that at all. But hopefully, hopefully, I assume the next placement student has it. I'm not sure. Hopefully, they're they're looking after it. But yeah, I'm sure they are. And the good thing as well, I guess, Scott, is you could probably keep in contact with them. And is that would that still be okay to kind of? Is everything all right? <laughs> yeah. So, well, I, I'm not. I'm not really allowed to be told anything, which is a oh, shame. Yeah. But oh. but um. But yeah, I mean, I've I've stayed in contact with with some of the people I worked with so it's really good just seeing how that's they get nice but, yeah um yeah unfortunately they can't really tell me very much you're <laughs> so proud of yourself there yeah I, I just couldn't believe mainly that I just couldn't believe that we'd be given that much responsibility that mm -hmm. early on because yeah, I thought yeah. it would be quite kind of shadowing and then doing some work but someone would always be kind of checking it and overwriting it a bit yeah. but when, yeah. I, when I kind of it's when I mean everyone says beforehand oh you get thrown into the deep end yeah, and you realise, yeah. oh, wow, no, they literally mean go design the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> sure, we'll do that then. But, yeah, yeah it's really good. So inspiring. Because, again, you know, you do you do hear that, you know, but, you know, we say it a lot on the webinars, don't we, Carla? You know, oh, yeah, you get given proper projects. But yeah. I did not expect you to come out with that, you know, you were that involved and, you know, basically it was one of your ideas which is incredible so you know it is it's something you should definitely be proud of um so I can imagine that was you know the number one experience so well done Scarlett and um, so Rashina, I'm going to come to you and um, what would you say your favorite project was when you were with Aston Martin um well that's a difficult one um I think kind of similar to Scarlett actually I was also very surprised at the amount of responsibility you're given um fairly early on um, once you've kind of got past the sort of tooling stage and shadowing senior engineers, they do build you up by just giving you smaller parts, brackets and fixtures and that kind of thing. But um, yeah, I think the biggest parts that I got to work on that I really enjoyed developing was um, inside the fuel cell. So the collector and all the sort of mounting for that. Um, yeah, being able to actually like work with the stress engineer and sort of have my design for all these different like parts that if something it's kind of terrifying because it's also oh if, if this fails something could go quite drastically wrong because yeah. it's insight you know um mm. and I was like oh low likelihood but it's still a bit nerve-wracking but um mm. I think that was my favorite project just because um I got to sort of redevelop it a couple of times it was a part that we had a couple of like mark one mark two different stages of um and I got to be involved in like each sort of renewed stage that kind of thing and um, but even like I I did really enjoy working on parts for the car but I also really enjoyed the fact that they give you quite a lot of free reign for stuff like tooling like um jigs and that kind of thing that haven't been developed before just your own ideas to 
have something that just will make the mechanics and um, like sub-assembly people, their lives easier as they're putting parts together or not easier. I'm sure some of them would say in some instances, but <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, working inside the fuel cell was my favorite project, but there was so many that hard to choose from <laughs> yeah that's quite interesting as well that you know you could have the the capacity as well to get a bit creative to think yes. oh you know where yes. else could I you know improve here and I think then it's nice that you've given the been given the responsibility to to run with an idea as well yeah. that was really cool to feel like you know if you if you saw a change or you saw something that needed to change you could potentially make the change and make a difference yeah exactly uh, I think engine is very good for that as well because well there's so many different parts around the car like as you're integrating it and all its auxiliary systems um you work on such a variety of different parts like carbon and metallic and there's so many different like manufacturer processes which means that's going to obviously affect how you design parts so um yeah I just got to learn a, a ton of things that I wouldn't normally have access to in university mainly because of how expensive the materials are <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. it's cool though and um, Will I'm going to come to you next similar question if that's okay uh so yeah I was in the same department as machine but we did quite different projects but it's, it's quite hard to pick out the big projects because yeah you do so many different things and actually a lot of them aren't that big and they're all quite quick turnover mm-hmm. okay yeah um because I think in the year I, I, I was there I think I released over 500 different parts oh wow and oh, wow. So a lot of that's sort of tooling so that doesn't go on the car but yeah um but yeah we did two weeks of training and then went sort of straight into designing our first part um so yeah you're given a lot of responsibility very early on um and I think the thing that amazed me was there's sort of 700 people in the team, but the number of people that actually are designing and releasing the parts that go on the car is about 50. Okay. So, um, yeah, we're two out of the 50 people designing parts. So you you do actually have quite a lot of responsibility yeah. out of all the thousands of parts on the car. Um, but I'd say the, the biggest projects I did in terms of time was doing um, a well jig for the radiator okay. um, and that was quite fun because um, I got to go over to um, speak and work with the welders who put, put it all together and I sort of got their input of what they wanted and I got to speak with the designer of the radiator as to how he wanted it done and yeah. sort of communicating with different groups and then coming up with the best Possible solution. That's good that must be good to be able to again be able to work with different people outside of you yeah, know. Exactly. The, the, and, then, the working in. and then once it's yeah once it's made you get to go and see it and it's you know, it's quite a, a big thing with sort of fifty parts um you know sort of all bolted together so yeah, yeah that, that was really cool. That was really cool. I can imagine. You've all kind of it's been a bit of a running theme as well in terms of time management and I suppose. Um, you know, you've said that you're feeling as though that's a skill now that you've learned more of and, you know, you'd be able to apply that into, you know, different aspects of your life now. But I suppose there's like, you know, that's you're working against, you know, time frames is going to be really quite strict there. You know, you've got the pressure of fixing something quite quickly, but then also, Michael, in terms of your role as well, and thinking about long term and, you know, there's so many things that I guess time revolves around, at your, you know, in all of your roles. And it was just interesting that you kind of think you've got to be quite reactive, proactive and, you know, quite quick to respond to things. And do you think that, did you feel like that that was kind of a, a big element, you know, going through the experience, that that pressure of getting things right quite quickly and but also it's all right if you don't get it right? Would you say, Will? Uh, yeah, definitely. So, so, yeah, sometimes something will fail and they quickly figure out why it's failed. And it's, yeah. there's a race in two weeks' time. Um, so the plane leaves in eight days to that race. We need to design, <laughs> design the fifth, sent it out, and we need three of them made. And so you've got sort of a week to do all that, yeah. um, which isn't a long time at all. So, <laughs> yeah, um, there is there is that pressure of, um, yeah, the deadlines come quick and fast. Yeah. Um, but then on the flip side, there's yeah, there's lots of people to help you. And if 
fortunately this never happened to me but um if you design something that fell and it stops the car you're not blamed for it it's oh that's like, good to know that's happened yeah what the fix gonna be you yeah. don't sort of run on the past there's no blaming people there's definitely if i don't mind job there's definitely a, a no blame culture in yeah, and yeah. i, I kind of saw that from Unfortunately, um, quite early on, because I uh, <laughs> oh <laughs> no, it's a story. We yeah. did my own test, and uh, yeah, some some stuff fell over um, <laughs> and break. But instead of uh, I kind of just went up to my boss, and I thought, oh, Michael, like, come on, <laughs> two weeks in, you're breaking something pretty expensive. Like, it's all right to break stuff when you're meant to break it. But, um, <laughs> But yeah, everyone was really good about it. It's kind of immediately, it wasn't Michael's broken the race team scales. It was uh, like the race team scales are broken. Let's yeah. get them fixed. Um, so it kind of helps you as well because you go around and you don't feel like <clears throat> everyone knows, everyone's looking at you, everyone knows, oh, he's broken these like 20 grand scales or whatever they are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like yeah, you, know, you kind of speak to people and like, oh yes, yeah, so somehow the scales break, and they're like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> but <laughs> otherwise, it kind of gets circulated like who's done it as opposed to what's happened. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely, I I agree with Will. If, if something happens, there's there's not really a blame culture. It's more let's work to fix it because we don't have time to dwell on who's done what. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you know, that is such a good point to make because, mm -hmm. again, you could be sat here thinking, I'd love to apply to Aston Martin. Oh, my God, I can't believe all the responsibility you get. But imagine doing something wrong. And I'm like, oh, that weight needed <laughs> expense, the money and everything else. And, you know, the short time frame. So I'm really glad that you mentioned that because... That's a wonderful thing to say about the team as well. You know, it is a team. You're all pulling yeah. in the same direction. You all just want, you know, that, you know, best, whether it be where you are on pull or, you know, you know, if you've got the best car or what, you know, the best small element of the car. So that's a really good point that you've mentioned that. And I think that's a nice reflection of Aston Martin as a whole, I think, mm -hmm. that, you know, it is like that and you all ultimately, there's no there's no blame. You you know, you've, you, haven't, you obviously haven't done it intentionally, have you? So which is nice. Um, Michael, I know you mentioned briefly a bit about kind of extra kind of, I won't say curricula, but that's the wrong word, but kind of a networking groups that you can be involved in. Sure. Um, so you, you mentioned a bit about football and everything else like that. Did anyone else, because I'm kind of keeping this open now, so I'm a bit conscious of time because I want to come back to Natasha, but did anyone else get involved in anything, you know, outside of their kind of job in terms of networking and any kind of activities that they want to talk about? Uh, yeah, so I did quite a lot of running, so I met cool. a few other people. You get an hour for lunch, which is um, a good amount of time. So I met a few other people that run, and we'd, we'd often go running together at lunchtime. Right. Um, there's a driving range, golf driving range, two minutes up the road. Cool. So yeah. that was one of the as a department, every Friday lunchtime. Yeah. Five, yeah, two minutes up to the driving range and hit balls for half an hour, and we made it competitive. We sort of had point scoring competitions and stuff every week um, that was my first time holding a golf club <laughs> <laughs> that's another skill i can take but it's fun I, I, on your lunch break it's a fun competition yeah. so. oh that's cool and then i think the last one would be go-karting so we have mm. two yeah. two go-karting um events races organized in the year I was there so there were probably <laughs> sort of 60 70 people that went and you're in teams of three so yeah. even and, the team principal goes yeah, yeah. yeah. Mike oh, Crack really? turned up for the last one and I think his team won so um, <laughs> yeah so that's that, that, that's really good fun and definitely something you should get involved with if uh, if you're at Aston Martin Oh, definitely. It's also quite good, you know, if you've got a bit of a competitive streak in you. I guess, Natasha, you might want to hear a bit about that if someone's a bit competitive and, you know. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, obviously we're a very competitive sport, um, but it's, I think it's nice to have all these things. You see so many groups going off running, walking, cycling. You know, yeah. I know about the karting. I'd quite like to be a part of that, actually. I do like driving very fast. <laughs> um, I was going to say, Natasha, but you are the most competitive there. <laughs> 
<laughs> I am quite competitive, actually. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking, oh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna jot that down. <laughs> and but it is, it's a real team, you know. And yeah. I think I keep saying this word, but we are on a journey. We may not yeah. be the finished article right now, but mm. the five-year plan that Lawrence put in place is 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 here. And yeah. all the departments are working together. We all get on. We all want the same thing, and that is podium places. And I absolutely, in my heart, know that we will do it without yeah. doubt. So I just think if you don't want to be part of this journey, you're mad. It's, it's so exciting. Yeah. yeah. But why, why would you not want to be part of that journey? You know, I don't we've, know. Had, we've had, I don't know, there must be mental. <laughs> um, but we've had, we've had so many experiences, you know, from the, from the interns. And, you, you know, you've definitely sold um, Aston Martin. So, Natasha, can we finish off then hints and tips? You briefly mentioned about the recruitment process at the beginning. Is there anything else that you wanted to mention about that? And if not, what hints and tips would you give to a student wanting to apply? Well, I would say apply. If if this has been of interest to you and, and you want to have a career in Formula One, this is a really good thing to do. Yeah. You know, yeah. if there are apprenticeships, there are graduate opportunities, but today it's about the undergraduate placement. So if yeah. you are at university and you are able to go and do a year somewhere before you return, you have to be returning. It's important. You have to be returning to your university after the placement. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're not you're not able to apply. But if that is you, then I would absolutely apply. And I said at the very beginning, take your time in your application. Make sure that you let somebody read your CV who is good with grammar and good with spelling. I know it sounds really silly, but it it is important. Attention to detail. You don't need to write chapter and verse in um, um, a cover letter. You can if you want to, but you don't need to. I think the application form asks you everything that, that we need to know. Everybody has the same opportunity as the next person. So I'd feel very sad if somebody thought, oh, I won't apply because I just won't get in. Just yeah. have a go. Yeah. Um, and I said, you'll either have a test sent to you if, if that manager is wanting to send a test out. Um, just an FYI, I know the aerodynamics um, students will have a test being sent out. But yeah. otherwise, it'll be a traditional interview or it will be an assessment centre where you have a group session or you have a practical session. So hopefully you get to showcase, you know, a few of your skills, not just one, because some people don't like interviewing and that's understandable. But you'll get yeah. different different opportunities. But there's a bit of a variety there. And yeah. what would you say? And I know everybody's just said about all the benefits and everything else that's on offer there. Is there anything, Natasha, that, that shines out to you about like the training and development or anything else that students can get and um, that you just want to cover off as part of the Yeah, webinar? the last tip, the, the last tip or hint, I think, is to say that you may come in into an engine systems role, but you may not end in an engine systems role. At the moment in particular, we have got so many people moving within our business. Um, We really celebrate internal movement and promotion. And I think that is probably the most um, successful that it's been at this point. Mm -hmm. So there is plenty of opportunity once you get your foot in the door to do whatever you want, to move around, showcase your skills, you know, speak to a different manager go and work in mission control if that's what you want yeah. to do if you want to go trackside you know you you can make those moves when you're in here by doing really well at what you're doing learning that craft and then moving on and yes, i think um, it's if really there's really enough time so yeah, it, literally at the end of my placement um i kind of mentioned to my boss that uh, i'm massively interested in vehicle dynamics and mm-hmm. um i kind of think and i'd enjoyed kind of working in mission control and looking at the data and that kind of stuff. Um, so I kind of mentioned to him that I'd like to see if I can get some experience in vehicle dynamics. And next thing you know, he said, leave it with me. Kind of, it was like two or three weeks. I was thinking, oh, do I bring it up again? I'm not sure if you've mm-hmm. forgotten. And then I just, he said, oh, just like, you know, um, are you free this afternoon? We'll go and speak to head of vehicle dynamics. Like he'd there literally sorted everything out. And next oh. thing I know, I'm spending like a, a week and a bit in the vehicle performance group kind of working with them um so as natasha said everyone's so approachable and if you if you kind of crack on do your job mm. do your job well <laughs> um, yeah yeah and just kind of like be a team player everyone is so nice within the company and everyone just wants like the, the company as a whole to do well so yeah. if you're really interested in a certain area there's no reason why you can't like look to spend more time in that area for example 
Wow, you guys, it's just been such an amazing moment, and I cannot believe it's one minute to three already. I can't. I could just flown <laughs> back, hasn't it? It has flown back. I could just sit and talk to you all day. Um, but you, you, you know, you've all definitely inspired students to do a placement and to do a, definitely do a placement at Aston Martin. Be part of the, you know, the, the beginning of the future, beginning of the journey, like Natasha said, um, and get your applications in. So don't forget, there isn't long. There's only a thirty day turnaround time. Yeah. We've already, you know eaten into some of those days already and um, so like Natasha said be careful when you put in your applications together the little things mean a lot you know check your spelling check your um punctuation grammar and everything else and make sure it's um it's fit to send to Natasha and her team and also and um, be inspired by today's webinar you know mention and um, that you've been part of the webinar mention that you've you've experienced everybody's journeys and you really want to be part of that in the future um, so thank you very much everybody for attending today it's been brilliant you know go and have a look at the hub we've worked hard at putting that together as well there's lots of information on there um, and this webinar will be on there tomorrow and um, so broken up into bite-sized chunks will be live tomorrow the whole webinar should be live we'll say today should we say today yeah this afternoon yeah, this afternoon. Good and confident. We'll say this afternoon. Um, so take a look, go back and rewatch the webinar as well. Um, so now thank you for everybody for joining us. Um, we're back on Thursday. We'll be joined by Sellafield. Um, so tune in then. But now thank you very much to um, Aston Martin for joining us today. Thank you very Thanks much. Thanks, everyone. Um, so much, luck. everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.